We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Knicks go into San Antonio looking for four in a row against a Spurs team that just came off this uh, a back-to-back game in which they were playing an overtime game the night before against the Nets, but came out with more energy, came out with more tenacity, came out with more hustle, out-hustled, out-muscled these Knicks, and outshot these Knicks on the three-point line. 18 three-pointers the Knicks gave up tonight. The Knicks defense just did not come to play. And they were down a couple guns. No D-Rose, no Peyton. The two-point guards on the Knicks were, were out. D-Rose, a late-game scratch. No Taj Gibson. So the Knicks came in there shorthanded. And it just uh, just wasn't their night tonight. One of those nights, man. A letdown game. Knicks go down in the Alamo. 119-93. Number one show for the fans by the fans. CP Ashley Moss. JLs in the building. JLs, give me some thoughts on this game, bro. Ah, uh, man. It just looked like... It looked like in the first quarter, everybody just looked uncertain. Uh, they looked nervous. Like I, I feel like a lot of sh- the shots were rushed. I feel like the Spurs were packing the paint, and I don't think the passes were coming out of the paint enough. And I just think that, you know, and, and the Spurs missed shots. We couldn't stop the dribble penetration, and at the same time, we couldn't hit shots. And when the second unit came in, that's when the game shifted. We All of a sudden, we, we went on like a – I think like a – a 9-0 run or Eight something. 8-0 run, yeah. 8-0 run with, with quickly and topping, hitting threes. And it looked like, all right, we're back in this game. But Knicks had their typical third quarter of doom. Um, and it was kind of sparked by the last .7 seconds. I, I hated that, bro. I didn't like the juju that came off of that last play with, with Patty Mills. Go ahead, yeah, man. I didn't like that. Yeah. Even the dude, the, the Porter dude, like, this dude, he set illegal screens the entire night. Yeah. And I I kind of feel like that's what got – I feel like the illegal screens got them going from three. And then once the floodgates opened, no matter what we did, it couldn't stop. And then that was the game. Yeah. Ash, Ash what, what were your thoughts on this game? 
Yeah, I mean, it didn't start off too bad. I mean, it was a little rocky in the beginning, but the Knicks seemed to be able to get it together. I mean, Randall quickly and RJ seemed to go ahead. You know, they had double digits going into the half, so they seemed to figure out the formula to go ahead and keep this game together, keep this team in it, rather. They still needed additional help, and that help really never fully came. I mean, the Spurs aren't the best home team. They're 8-9 and nine at home, but they're still the San Antonio Spurs, and they're still well-coached. And it didn't help that after this, the half had ended that they just couldn't miss. I mean, I think what set the whole thing into motion was that buzzer beater by Patty Mills, and then after that, it was just lights out. I mean, they couldn't. We couldn't hit anything, and they couldn't miss anything. It was just a disaster. And also, we're just not getting to the line enough. I just think in the first half, we only shot two free throws, and that came off R.J. Barrett's back. And it's a lot similar to what we did in the Pistons game. I think in that game, we only had eight free throws in the entire game or around that number. It's just we're not playing smart. We're playing hard, but we're not playing smart. And when you play a team like the Pistons, you can get away with that, but you can't get away with that with the San Antonio Spurs. That's a different team, and they have a winning record in the West, and that's not easy to do, so... That that's a fact, man. Listen, I, I thought RJ had it going early. Uh, I thought he, he did well. Fifteen points for RJ. You know, no no Nick outside of quickly in, in twenty points, but quickly's most yeah. of quickly's came in garbage time. I just think with with Rose as a late game scratch, it was a lot to ask for for Frank to step in. Hadn't played the point all year really, and he didn't really give us much. Didn't really get us into our offense at all. Much of the first much of the game period, uh, he was more effective off ball in the third quarter. I think he hit about four three pointers. Finished the game with uh, with fifteen points. So third quarter he was doing fairly well, but just to get us going, he, he didn't get us going in that first half, and we had to settle for a lot of hero ball from Randall, and that's never really a good thing. Having him, you know, really running the offense, it, it just it, we were just out of sync. We were out of sync once again offensively, and that just carried throughout the whole game. You got no contributions once again from Reggie Bullock, only with three points. They continue to try to pass the ball to Noel, who, you know, defensively, we know what he what he gives us. Offensively, he should not be touching the ball unless he's on the Gotham lob. Even then, you know, it's good luck. You know and not saying? unless, I mean, we got to put some super glue on his hands. We got to get that man super glue. Yeah. But, you know what, listen, I mean, yeah. that's, that's Noel. You know, the, he's a very limited part of the offense. But in the grand scheme of things, when you look at the bench, again, it's, it's Alec Burks, one for nine, a negative 15 on the night, four points, 0 for three from downtown. He's the guy that you need. Quickly, I get, quickly did okay. First half, I didn't like his decision making in the first half. I didn't like quickly decision making in the first half. Came on strong in garbage time, finished with 26 points. But where the game, you know, when we needed them in the game, Burks and quickly were just not effective. They were just not effective. You had seven points from Obi off the bench, you know, decent, nothing great. My boy, corner boy, Kev. Came yeah, up, came into the game early. Yeah, Kev was the other one who hit the three in the, in the second quarter. Kev court. came into the game out. early, yeah, hit yeah. the shot from where the corner. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, got it going. But overall, man, it, it was just one of those nights, bro. It just nothing, nothing could go right. It's one of those Murphy's Law type of nights, man. Nah, yeah, nah, you're yeah, right, man. It was, it was just one of those nights. I, I'm, you can't get too high or too low on, yeah. on games like this because you know, like you said, late game scratch has a lot to do with it. You have to kind of scramble at the last minute and. um like you said, we didn't get into our sets early, but I feel like it's funny because I thought, because I always said I would like Frank at the point guard spot, but I also said I would like RJ doing more of the playmaking in that scenario. Yeah. 
Um, so so Frank can have the the corner the corner threes like he saw today. Like I feel like that's that was more that's more of the option we should go with Frank being the the, the point guard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think that's the best, and I think they started to do that more in the third quarter. They did. And that's why that's when it started working, but the defense just didn't catch up to it. You know what I mean? The defense was with it, yeah. and, and I think one of the culprits was, you know, let's let's be honest, this wasn't Julius's best game. This is probably his worst game of the year. Yeah. At least one of them on both ends. I thought, uh, yeah, he found Frank for a couple on the weak side in the third quarter, but overall, I thought he, he should have done better passing. But defensively, he, he left Lyles way too open on, on the threes. Um, guys were leaking out on him late on the threes all night long. I didn't. I didn't think Julius yeah. was particularly great on the defensive end. Ash. Yeah, I definitely think that you know this wasn't Julius's best game, as you just mentioned. And also, if you noticed, yeah, he was trying to get people involved, but also his shot selection wasn't that great. His ball handling wasn't that great tonight either. It was very sloppy. Yeah, the turnovers. Um, yeah, the turnovers. It was just. He just wasn't at his best, and defensively, as you just attested to, it also wasn't, you know, the Julius Randle that we've been seeing, the all-star that we've been seeing. So I just, you know, it just was one of those games, but, you know, you also can't, like Jayla said, get too high or too low on this. The San Antonio Spurs are a great team. They're a winning team in the West, which is a lot harder to do than to win in the East, at least in the way the NBA is constructed right now. The West is just a lot more competitive. So, and also, let's not, you know, let's call spade a spade. The Spurs are a better team. I do think they're better coached. It's just, you know, it, it just was one of these games you would have preferred it to be more competitive than it was and just not be as sloppy. Um, and it wasn't, so that's disappointing. But I don't think that this is going to make or break what the Knicks are trying to do and what the season is going to look like in its entirety. Yeah. One, one of those nights, man. 16 turnovers, you know. Again, just just coming, seeing where the Spurs were coming from on the second of a back-to-back. They have about four rotation players out. You wanted to see the Knicks try to take advantage a little bit, and, you know, their energy was, was not up to speed with the Spurs. They were turning the ball over. They were not together. They were out of sync. And, yeah. again, defensively, we, we just we just weren't there. It was just a sloppy game overall on both ends. Yep, and, and the Spurs don't turn the ball over much either, so that didn't help. And also, uh, the, the Spurs team, they, they average, they have eight players who average double figures. So like, this is a team who likes to move the ball and who likes to like share the wealth. So if your defense is on a string the whole night, you will get hurt. And that's kind of what you saw today. Different people lit us up from different parts of the floor. Mm-hmm. It's a really well-coached team. Not only that, but, I mean, you know, speaking to the shots, the the shot selection is also impressive. They kind of know um, what shots to take, what shots not to take. They don't really take risky shots. They take the shots that they know that is going to be conducive to what they're trying to do. And also the spacing on the Spurs, Mm -hmm. I think, is fantastic, Um, much better than our spacing was in this game. So a lot of different things just attributed to this loss and also – we didn't do ourselves any favors by the things that we didn't do in this game. So all around, it was just messy. It was sloppy. You can tell these guys are tired. Hopefully, you know, Thursday in the garden, being back home, kind of being back in an environment you're familiar with, not having to deal with traveling, you know, sleeping out of a suitcase, if you will, will make it a little bit easier and go get back in track, especially with it being the Pistons. Um, but, you know, you can't fall apart like this just because certain people – certain members of the team aren't there. You have to always play your best basketball, and this wasn't that tonight. Gotta show up. We couldn't get two W's today. 
what happened man i was oh man and even even worse they they threw off all the momentum earlier today because if you missed it the epic showdown between cp and the traitor max (laughs) kellerman on espn yes cp made his debut on espn and ethered max kellerman for the fan base it was epic if you guys have missed it go on to the channel and catch it it's already at 20,000 views it's breaking the internet (laughs) i did what i had to do (laughs) i was just hoping we would have gotten this w man i was just hoping we would have gotten this w to cap the night off Round one goes to CP. Kellerman's got to come back with some smoke because that was too easy. It was too easy. (laughs) Too easy. He came to the gunfight with a pea shooter. It was light work. Made quick work out of Kellerman and got him up out of there. Somebody said somebody said that because you roasted him so bad that the basketball gods couldn't let us yeah. get subs in one yeah. night. So yeah. it was your fault we lost, technically. It, it, it was kind of bad karma, man. It was kind of bad karma. You, you know what I mean? So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens in round two. We'll definitely see what happens in round two. So yeah. to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. Uh, phone lines up, 657-383-1509. CPS, Simone Shales in the building. Call us up. Let us know what you thought. Definitely want to shout out um, some Super Chats. First Lady of Sports says, if the Knicks think quickly is their point guard of the future, then he needs to start against the Pistons. Tibbs said he wanted to keep second unit intact. He needs to worry about the first unit. Jales, what's your thoughts on that, bro? Um, I actually agree with Tibbs' decision, man, to, yeah. to start Frank and have IQ. Just because you saw what just Burks with the second unit, is it, it, it's going to lack a lot. It's yeah. gonna lack a lot of scoring. You're gonna need IQ, man. You're gonna need IQ. Man. You're gonna need IQ. Yeah, like, you're gonna need IQ for that second unit. So for me, um, having flipping it and just having Frank with Burks and then having yeah. IQ is just too much. Too much. You're just too top heavy at this point. Like mm-hmm. it's best to like start Frank, come off the bench with IQ, and then you close with IQ. You know, if the game decides you close with IQ, or it, or it makes a match depending on what's happening. But uh, I'm 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 for the decision that Tom made today. I'm for it. I just, again, just the time. Well, I think Tibbs timed it right because for for a second there, I didn't think we were ever going to see Frank back in the game. It went the way quickly, quickly came in late in the first yeah. and played damn near the whole first half after that. So yeah, RJ like, Barrett got into foul trouble. That's yeah. That. yeah, yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. So I wasn't sure yeah. how much of Frank we were going to see. So quickly did get you know some meaningful minutes and then he finished in trash time, but. I, you know, the way, because we were down so many bullets, you know, with Rose out, Peyton out, you kind of just needed to balance the lineup a little bit. And again, Burks, you know, one for nine, you know, yeah. it's, it's in, inconsistent play, man. Inconsistent yeah. play. Yeah. Real streaky. Real, real too streaky. Too streaky. Too, too streaky. So it is what it is. Back to the drawing board. Josh from Atlanta. What's going on, bro? How you doing, guys? Just wanted to quickly give you a call. Um, it was a frustrating game to watch tonight. You can definitely tell that we were missing a facilitator tonight. I think um, outside of garbage time, I think between all the guards that played, we only had like five assists from them. I don't think that's going to cut it out any night. But yeah. um, either way, my main uh, point and question for all three of you guys, um, I, was, I was just a little bit worried about Obi Toppin. I don't see where he fits in this system with what they may be trying to do with Randall. And I don't see the potential for him to fit. I just wanted to go ahead and ask you guys, um, just depending on where we land in the lottery with our two picks, if 
a trade came up that made sense. Would you guys package Obi Toppin in one of the picks to move up to draft the, um, one of these high-profile players in the draft? Depends. Appreciate the call, bro. Depends on where they land. You got to see where the lottery falls, where they fall in the lottery if they yeah. make it there, where Dallas falls in the lottery. It's, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh, scenarios, a lot of hypotheticals to play around with. But you know the Obi thing. We talked about it last show. We've been talking about it since he got here. It's not a fit right now with with how they're looking. So mm-hmm. yeah, it depends. Like if if it gets me Cade, yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, 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 he's a redundant piece right now I, not a compliment piece he's a redundant piece right now I know the chat I know the fans some fans because some fans agree with me were not was not happy about my G League take but I'm standing by it I just don't see how Obi is going to develop into any type of player but more importantly a player that we can make a clear determination on whether or not he's a fit for what we're trying to do with this team without seeing him play and it's clear yeah. he's not NBA ready. And yes, the G League are still con- contains guys who, you know, are supposed to be somewhat NBA ready, but it's not as intense. So there's more room for error. He's not gonna. The thing with it, the thing with Obi is one, he looks lost whenever he's out there. That's one. Two, you can clearly see Tibbs does not have the patience necessary to develop him. He's not gonna be able to develop him in an actual game because those wins and losses count. So. Yes, it's unfortunate the way that, you know, Obi came up this season because there was no G League and there are no practices, and that is very unfortunate, but that's the situation that we're in. You know, you can't change your you can't change the present. You can just deal with what deal the cards that you deal with the cards that you have. And the cards that we have right now is that Obi is not ready to play in an NBA game and you're not going to see if he's ever going to be ready unless you put him in an environment where he can grow, where he can learn, where he I can just, find. And that's the G-League. And I don't, and I don't think it's going to be detrimental to his, to his psyche. Like people think this is detrimental to his psyche. Every time he makes a mistake, kids pull them, not getting the ball from his teammates, not having plays that are conducive to what he's I just think he, it, it's, are not, not, are, it, it's not that he's not ready. It's that the, it's, he's, in a, he's in a confusing spot right now. I don't think he's ready. This is his role. Too. It's his like, role. This is his role. Like, if you – like, he's be, you know, he's been compared to Amari Stoudemire, right? But he's not put in Amari Stoudemire-like situations. It's not like pick and roll, right. log, finishing yeah. type of stuff. Like, if, if that was his role in this They team, got him out there he, chucking threes. I remember yeah. after that Cleveland game where he might have went, like, four for 13. I'm like, yo, we do not want him shooting threes all the time. And people were like, oh, look at his percentage. Look at his percentage. That's not his game. That's yeah, not his game. His three-point shots are prayers. It's, okay. It's just on this, on this team, that's what he has to do to get playing time. Yeah. Him. I I hear what you guys are saying, and maybe he's, you know, I'll take that argument that he is NBA ready, but they're just not utilizing him in the right way. But that's the situation at hand. That is what we're dealing with. So, yes, I hear what you're saying, but what are we going to do about that in this moment? Because here's the thing. Randall's not going to lose minutes. Tibbs is not going to pull Randall off the court. He's an all-star. So what are you going to do with Obi at this moment in time, even if he is NBA ready, let's just hypothetically, let's say he is NBA ready and, you know, the yeah. comparisons are what they are. You don't, you're not, you, you're, he's, this is hindering his development to be what we drafted him to be, which is part of this franchise for the future, be part of this franchise for the longevity. And he's not ready at right now with how this team is constructed. 
So whether or not he is ready in the grand scheme of what basketball is does not matter if he's not ready to play on this team right now in this moment in time. It doesn't matter. The thing is, the thing is, though, on a healthy team, he's only going to get his 10 minutes anyway, which is not going to be much for them. Randall is the guy. You know what I'm saying? Obi right now, he, he's right now you need him for depth because you, you, your front court is decimated right now. You have no Taj, yep. you have no Mitch. So you have to have him out there. You can't put him in the G League at this point because you, you're lacking in size. When these guys come back, when they are full strength, he's just going to get his 10 minutes. And in his 10 minutes, he's going to have to get him a little dunk, a little three here. He's going to have to play some defense, and then he's out of there. That's it. Yeah. You know, that, that's it. That's what happens in the NBA when it's redundant pieces – and as one ready, one is not. Eventually, somebody gets moved, and is, I'm, I'm willing to bet it's going. I'm willing to bet it's going to be Obi in a year or two. Here's 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 also yeah. my other concern is I believe that we're going to go ahead and pick up Randall's option. That's I don't think that's far fetched. I mm-hmm. don't think that's that's happening. That's going to happen. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Here's where I'm worried though. I don't think that we're going to go ahead and pay him big money after that option's picked up. So what are you going to do at that moment in time? Then when you look at that, you have Julius Randle, who if you want to keep him, is going to cost you. Then you have Obi, who's not going to be ready to take on that responsibility. Any way you slice it, he's not going to be ready to take on that responsibility. So what do you do? They're going to pay him. They're going to pay Julius Randle. They're going to pay him. Okay, then that puts you in another situation, though. That it, it's a, it's a it's domino. A ne- it's a necessary evil, though. Yeah, you have to. Okay. It's a Chris Middleton type of thing. You, you're going to pay him. You have to pay him. You're going to pay him. But you have to pay him at this let's point. Hear from, let's hear from Angel from Philly. Angel, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, TP? What's going on, bro? Mm-hmm. How you feeling, bro? Hey, Ashley. Hey, uh, Jay Ellis. How y'all what's doing? What's going on, man? Um, Listen, man, as far as uh, – before I get to my point, for the whole Obi thing, um, I just think we need to be more patient with him, um, you know, because it just seems like every time he's on the court, you know, you're not really going to do good if you're getting seven, eight minutes a game. You know, he's not really getting a lot of time. And then it just seems like every time he's on the court, he's just going to the corner. you got to run some plays for him, pick and roll, you know, have him go to the basket. And I, I, I do think that maybe he should go to the three. Because I don't think he's big enough to play the four. The three, you know, I think three. it starts off there because you got Manuel quickly taking 21 shots, you know. And I'm not saying that quickly isn't doing his thing. But you got to pass the ball too, bro. I yeah. mean, there's other players on the team, no. you know. And then when Alex Burks is going one for nine on the court, you know, at some point you got to at least give Obi a try. That's, you know what I'm saying? I just thing. think we need to be patient. So all the, you know, rumors of maybe trading him, like, no, fall back. We just gave Frank three years and he still really ain't doing anything so why would you trade Obi now so I just think yeah. you need to be patient with that okay. but you know that's just my thoughts but as far as the game you know we just gave up too many threes man I thought the fish heading was bogus but you know New York has been dealing with that all year you know and um, you know we're not really gonna I just think that we need to get some more shooting you mm-hmm. know because mm-hmm. it just you can just tell without Derek Rose on the court you know, if you're not going to give RJ the ball more, then, you know, you're going to have to add some shooting, you know, because, I mean, we got Detroit coming up next. But, you know, when you look at the second-half schedule, man, we got nothing but playoff teams. So, you know, at some point, we're going to have to add shooting, you know. And if you're not going to trade for anybody, then give Kevin Knox some time, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Knox I mean, is going to have to get though. it in the game. And appreciate the call, bro. Knox is going to have to get a, a, a decent look now, you know. 
You get, yeah. You're getting three shot attempts from Bullock. Now, he, he was out there on the Rosen. Again, see, this is a catch-22 when you have Bullock out there because he's a multi-positional defender out there. That's, that is what Tibbs likes. He likes his flexibility. Kev right. can't do that. So it's a nope. give and take. Yep. It's a give and take. You just hope that Tibbs has a quick trigger, especially when it gets to the second half of the game because, again, the offense is still sputtering, bro. The offense is still looking yeah. for answers. Yeah, we still have, we have we also have to see if what's real and what's not on the offensive side of the ball because you know as of now we've moved into 13th in the NBA and three point percentage and that's because you know people like Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock and R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle they've all improved their three point shooting over the last few weeks so we have to kind of see what's real I mean we had a bad game today offensively we didn't hit our shots but um when we hit the, when we go on this West Coast trip we go on a second half. We have to see if that's going to continue, and if it. Um, so we we just don't know. I, and maybe if it doesn't continue, then we make a move for another shooter. You know what I'm saying? Because we still have until March 25th to make a decision yeah. on making a move. And we and we know Austin Rivers is, is not going to be here. I, I'm about to. Call, I'm saying that right yeah. now. Yeah. And I mean, going back to what he said about you know, I completely agree. I don't think trading Obi is the answer. I've never thought that was the answer, but I am also confused in, you know, Tibbs was part of the team when, you know, Obi was drafted. And I don't know if there is a conversation that happened prior to that pick being, you know, that pick happening. But did I'd be curious to know if Tibbs made it seem like he was willing to develop Obi and now it's just he's not? Or yeah. if he wasn't going to develop him, why did you draft him? The conversation is Julius Randle's getting shipped. Well, yes, I understand Julius <laughs> yeah. Randle. Nobody knew Julius Randle was going to go ahead and become the Julius Randle all-star that he is now. That I completely understand. But not even let's pretend it's not even Obi. Let's just pretend it's you know, any other rookie who – may have been NBA-ready but still needed to be developed. Tibbs clearly doesn't like to develop young talent. So why are you putting him in a position where he that is a big part of what he needs to do? Obi needs to be developed. It just is what it is. I don't care what his scouting report says. The proof is in the pudding. And the pudding is he needs to be developed. So if it's not going to be on this team and, you know, on the – NBA version of the Knicks, then why, what's the issue of putting him on the Westchester Knicks? Letting him be, I just, I don't understand what the rationale was behind it. Not just for Obi, just for anybody that needed development. Hey. Tibbs clearly just not that guy. I, t- I told you that when the season first started. And I told you this is a conversation we were going to have right now. And we having mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. you know. I, yeah, it's, I mean, listen, C3. I know we had this conversation before, but at the end of the game, it's still a good thing that Julius Randle emerges. Yeah, of course, of course. And, and, and listen, I think in, in the that, grand scheme of things, yeah. the OB, OB's contributions to this team is not going to make or break their success in terms of making ah. it to the playoffs. There's a ton right. of other guys that you need contributions from. Exactly. And, and like I said, Bullock is one of them. Burks is another. Those guys are yeah. important. You know, RJ's the most important. You know Julius is going to bring it. RJ's the most important. Hopefully you, you feel like you, you factor in a D-Rose, you know, 12 and 5, depending on – where you know how they slide in him and Peyton, but it's Perks mm-hmm. and Bullock, man. They got to step their game up. Yeah, this is like this three point shooters we got here that haven't, you know, <laughs> delivered yet. And we, we have guys who who are not supposed to even be three point shooters, and they're shooting better than the three point shooters we have. Yeah. Like, and to I think what was it say 
Kevin Smith. I never said not to pay Randall Max money. That never came out of my mouth. He's asking me. I still can't understand why Ashley thinks we shouldn't pay Randall Max money. I didn't say that. What I said was, is if you're going to pay him, and that puts you that puts you in a whole different situation with the Obi Randall, um, you know, dilemma, if you will. But I never said not to pay him. I completely agree that we should pay him. I just think, you know, there's other needs on the team. So are you willing to pay him? Was my question. Not that we shouldn't. So just want to clarify yeah. that. And salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on the free squad. CP, Ashley Moss, JLS in the building. A couple sure. more super chats came in. Let's see who this is from. Super chat from Ron Hansley. My guy Ron Hansley says we ran out of gas from, th- from a three-game win streak. Can't win them all. Our team lost, but Nick Culture won today. Salute to CP, the Kellerman killer. And salute yeah. to the number one show for the fans by the fans, Knicks Fan TV. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. We got a 1,000 people in here, Ash. We got to get those likes up. Come on. We only got 288. Let's get up to 1,000 yeah, likes yeah. and get this thing cooking, man. Yeah, when Kellerman said, admitted that he lied. I was... Oh, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Exposing. That was light work, Kellerman. Come on, man. That was He's like, work. I lied. So? It's like, so what's your credibility now? You just openly lied on national Is that bring, like, are you serious? Bring me another challenger. That was light. <laughs> ESPN, give me another challenger, man. Steve Vernis says Randall was terrible. Lyles and uh, I can't pronounce this guy's name. When guarded by Randall, had 22 points. He had terrible turnovers and bad shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah Julius wasn't good tonight. We said that. Yep. We definitely said that. Julius was not good tonight. Shout yeah. out to Show. He said, uh, "Can my man Noel catch the damn ball? These type Bro, of easy man. buckets under the rim are crucial." Yeah, I love hate Noel, man. Yeah, <laughs> I love him on the defensive side. <laughs> Offensively, you're like, oh my god. Man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh uh, my gosh. Paul Robinson in the chat says OB plays with IQ and Burks who are aggressive so he doesn't get opportunity to score. Rose yep. looks for OB. We should start IQ for spacing in the first unit. Rose and Peyton will run the second unit. OB eats. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't like IQ's um, decision making today. I thought him and Burks were were uh, too much looking to get their own and, and it wasn't within the flow of the offense. And they, yeah, yeah, OB suffers. They don't run pick and roll with him. Yep. They need to switch up. Yeah. It, it can't just be pick and pop and floater. It has to be, you know, lob, pass to the corner. It has to be mixed up a little. You got to mix it up a little bit. So it, it happens. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. Uh, let's get back to the phones and, and hear what the people got to say tonight. Let's go to um, Lonnie from Yonkers. Lonnie, what's going on? Man? What's going on, CP? Jay Ellis, Ashley. CP, first off, you killed it on, on the Kellerman show. Good job. Max is a Ford. We all know that. Right? Yep. No surprise there. That's a fact. Um, yes. Yeah, so a couple of things. Frank, I mean, listen, Frank, I'm glad he started tonight because I think defensively it was a good job uh, against Murray, mm-hmm. right, to get things started. Mm-hmm. The offense didn't flow really well, right, because he doesn't drive to the basket. But mm-hmm. you can tell he needs to be in the rotation because the, the man can hit a three. So we need to put him in the rotation. Yeah. We all know that. Randall was tired. That was obvious. Um, Ovi, listen, I like Ovi, but he just looks lost out there for some, yeah. sometimes, right? He needs a point guard. I would yeah. love to get, like, Alonzo Ball here. He'd be perfect to lob him the ball and just get him up there. But, you know, I, I think Rick Brunson really convinced Leon Rose. He's like, yo, you got to draft this kid, right? You got to draft this kid. And I think that's why they went that route because I don't think Walt – Yeah, I, I hope it wasn't an nepotism really thing, man. I, I really, really don't. I really believe I'll end it with this. I think Knox – 
listen, he, he could hit the corner three. We know that. And that's corner Kev. I think he needs to get some of Ovi's minutes. I'm sorry. Like, maybe yeah. people don't want to hear that, but he's only – Ovi's getting those minutes because he was the pick last year. Right. Otherwise, right, right. I think Knox should be getting those minutes. Yeah, so, something's got to give. We, we got we to gotta try to get Kev back in the mix. Got to try to get Kev back in the mix. I'm with Lonnie on that one. You know what I mean? And with Frank, remember, Frank shot uh, over 50% from the corner as well last year. And yeah, that's where that's, they found him. That's they what went I was, to him on, on back-to-back plays and then ca- caught him on the other side. That's what I've been saying, man. That's what I'm, I'm like, dude, this guy can hit. He's, he, before he went down, he had 12 points. He had four for four from threes. I'm just like, I can see I can see the progression. So for him to just go away and also be able to play defense, I'm just like, man, if he can hit threes and play defense, isn't that what every team needs? Like, so yeah. I, didn't, I just didn't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Kev, I, agree, I agree with you, man. I mean, Kev, too. Kev might need some more minutes in this rotation if he can hit some shots. Because at this point, Toppin looks um, – he doesn't look confident. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like that lost. first shot, that first shot he looked confident. The second shot, the air ball. You can't trust he, his three-point shot, bro. Yeah, and then he was open a few times, and he just – he turned a few open shots down to drive into a crowd and miss layups. Yeah. Um, Got it, Ash. It's it's hard to look confident though when you are essentially walking on eggshells, and I feel like that's what yeah. Ovi's doing because he. It's kind of like I don't know if you guys ever watched Tua play for the Miami Dolphins, but every time he would do something wrong, they'd pull him, and they bring right. Fitzmagic in. So it's like you're you're essentially walking on eggshells because you know one you you have a limited window of opportunity to showcase that hey I am supposed to be here I am ready play me coach I'm here pay attention to me hi help me let me help you but then also you know that one mistake one thing that you do that the coach does not like he's gonna pull you and then also you know that the plays that are being constructed on the court you know your teammates aren't you know passing the ball to you yeah. going back to the plays you know the plays aren't designed to showcase your strength. So you're you of course you're gonna look lost. You're out there basically you're playing with this this monkey on your back, this shadow lurking behind you. You're not comfortable. You can't really get into the motion of the NBA game because you know every single thing you do, unlike the other guys on that court, is under a different lens, a different microscope, and it makes it very, very hard to kind of showcase and, and get into your rhythm as a player. It, it's impossible to do that. It's yeah. just it's virtually impossible. Yeah, I agree with that. He, he's in a tough spot. He's in he's in a tough spot. It's gonna be a, this is gonna be a tough rookie year for him. So there, there's no way around it. Lonzo right now on the season stepped his three point shot up. He's averaging fourteen five and four. Okay. Last ten games shooting forty four percent from downtown, eighty two percent from the free throw line. You got to see oh, how many attempts that's on. Uh, 16 and 6 in his last 10 games. Lonzo stepping his game up, people. Lonzo be, I don't think they go after him um, this offseason. I mean, this trade deadline, but nah. could he be an offseason acquisition to replace Peyton? Maybe. Yeah. CK somewhere smiling. CK somewhere <laughs> smiling, right? Uh, you know, Terrence Ross. How about Terrence Ross? You know, yeah. Ter- Terrence Ross has is, is, is stepped his shooting game up a little bit. Obviously, we know he can cook. Mm-hmm. Is, is he is he you know uh, a redundant you know Austin Rivers type? I I don't know, but is, is he a piece that could help? Possibly, possibly, possibly a piece that can help. Yeah, I'm with. I mean, th- those are two names that you're looking at. You know, mm-hmm. those are two names that you're looking at as we approach this trade deadline. What do you guys think in the chat? Who are your trade targets? Leave us a, a comment in the chat, and we'll point some out. Shout out to Kyle Christensen. 
Team Hashtag New. Kyle, how you feeling? Who else we got in here? We got Daniel Brown hailing. Daniel, how you doing? Daniel's in Team Hashtag New. Salute to everybody. Team Hashtag New. Reginald nice. Baskerville in here. All right, all right. Uh, who else we got? Reggie Jones says, thumbs up. you so right, Ash. Reggie's, Reggie salutes uh, Ashley Fan TV. Um, mm-hmm. Ashley, who, who, who you want to shout out in the chat tonight? I want to shout out all the new people for coming through, especially on a loss. Um, that's never fun. Yeah. Um, shout uh, out to everybody putting in the chat. They saw me on the Michael Smith show, so that's what's up. Listen, repping Knicks fan TV on all different 100%. avenues. We're worldwide, Nick man. Hit that thumbs up on the free squad. Coverage. Coverage. We out here. We out here. And yeah, shout out to everyone in the chat. I appreciate you guys rocking with us, especially on a loss. I know that's never fun. Yeah, man. JL, so you, who you want to shout out, bro? Oh, man. I'm trying to get hyped up to do my shout outs. All right. <laughs> yeah, okay, where we? I'll help you. I'll help you. Ready? Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if young Simba's in here, but he might have just left on that note. He, he might have just left. That wasn't good. I, I changed the inflection of my voice oh, for that I think one. The, I, think the, I think yeah. the birthday one was a little bit better. Yeah. It's okay. So it's Whatever. just like the Knicks. Everybody has an off night. Yeah. The Knicks had an off night. We, you know, it's all right. No, no problem. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, he just went to re-kill Mufasa. <laughs> 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 That's a fact. Bro. That's a fact, bro. Shout out Tamar in here. Oh, who you, who'd you shout out, Jail? Shout out. Uh, yo, shout out to Young Simba. Yeah. Go ahead. Ash. He is no, in here. He is in here. <laughs> oh, he is in here. Yeah, he, he he just did the face palm emoji. So sorry. Okay. Jimmy UCLA. D nice. Uh, Michael. Fish Gwanden, everybody yep. else who reps in, uh, Knicks Fan TV and Knicks Salute. Show, shout out to everybody. Salute, salute to everybody. All right, let's get back to the phone. See what the people got to talk about today. What's going on? All right, we got um, a ton of callers in here. All right. Oh, I got a hit for my guy. It's the big Surge hour. Surge, what's going on, bro? Not an hour. Just keep it keep it short, bro. Let's go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, CPJ, Ellis Ashley, what's up? Yo, CP, man, I got a bone to pick with you, son. Yeah. You owe me $6, bro. <laughs> I signed up for that ESPN Plus just to, just to see you take on Kellerman, bro. You know what? I ain't doing my super chat today, bro, because you owe me $6. Ow! And you're going to just put it up like an hour later. Listen, dirty, I told you, you, anyway, you guys should have been noticed. I told you. I put up I'm everything. I'm giving you an eight for that battle, son. You know what I'm saying? Yo, he gave you a layup, and you didn't take it. When he said, oh, I'm a hater, you were supposed to say, nah, Kellerman, you ain't a hater, so you're a traitor. Now, you know what? No, now, you know what? A traitor, bro. You know what? I had so trouble I hearing him. For you. I'm telling you what to say. I'm like, yo, TP, get him, forget him. And you wasn't hitting him, because Kellerman, man, it surged the battle hard to of the get fans, a word man. in edgewise with that, yeah. dude. I think you were struggling a little bit with that. Nah, bro, I couldn't hear. Running, I, I couldn't but hear, you know, really. Next, next week, you got to hit him. Next week, you got to hit him with, Yo, the Red Sox didn't abandon. The Red Sox fans didn't abandon their team. Chicago didn't yeah. abandon their team. Yo, if you from New York, yo, you stick to your team, bro. You go to any other team, like some people up in oh, here. Yeah. <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like some people up in here. Yo, you stay with the, 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 the team of your city. You know what I'm saying? You let him slide on that. And I hope next yeah. week you get him with that. Yo, you know we gotta bring yeah, we got to bring All right, now let's get week. back to this game and this season. <laughs> yo, I think the season is playing out perfectly. Uh-huh. We're learning how to win, we're learning how to close, but we're still losing games, and we're still going to be in the lottery and in the position to draft somebody good. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And finally, CT, I'm falling on your side. I was on the fence, but now I'm on your side. We blew the draft. We blew the draft, bro. You know why? Because I am convinced, and ask CK2K, he's going to tell you, LaMelo Ball was the pick. We should have packaged our picks and got LaMelo, and we didn't. And for that, we blew the draft. And besides, Obi, he's from Bushwick. That's my dude. I love him. But he's a Dan Tony player. He runs up and he's not a half court tips player. He don't play no D and he runs up and down. Yeah. He's a, you gotta, you a, a high pace offense. And that's you not get us. Him out in the open court. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. as much as I want to see him succeed here, I don't think it's going to be, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But oh, right, right at the now, end of the day, the season is going perfectly. Yeah. Just like last season, yo, we, we're entering a stage of luck. Last, last season, I told you, CT, yo, Morris fell into our laps and we flipped him, and that was yeah. luck. This season is going all our way. Knicks fans, keep your heads up. Keep your eyes up. Don't worry about the losses. Yo, we're in beautiful position. Yo, we're going to go far. Keep it tight. Yo, Appreciate later. It. Appreciate it, bro. He's going the lottery early. Yeah, he's in the lottery <laughs> early, man. Like me. No, but <laughs> I hear him on the LaMelo thing, but we got IQ. I mean, I don't so know it's how much. Like we, it's, not like took a, it's not like we took a total L. Yeah, but yeah. also, like, you don't know. we don't know how much LaMelo would even cost. Yeah, trade up. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no like revisionist history, really. And again, nobody knew, and this was the anticipation. Nobody knew what Randall was going to be. The idea was that Randall was, you know, he would start the season and he wouldn't even make it to the trade deadline. He'd make it to the trade deadline and then be moved. I mean, nobody anticipated this kind of just complete turnaround in his performance. So I don't think we blew it. I think we did yeah. the safe. We made the safe pick. Yeah. We made we made the pick that made the most sense for what we needed. It just backfired because things happened. So that's a yeah. fact. Uh, in in the Obi comment, I liked um, Kenneth's Hart's comment in the chat. Uh, he said Obi's an open court player, and, and we're dead last in the league in pace once again. So it's it's just a lot of problems, man. It's just yeah. a lot of problems. You know, yeah. it's not all on him. Part of it is him and his confidence is shaking, but part of it is just. He's not fitting in with, with, you know, this team. This is a half-court team, as Serge yeah. said, and, and as uh, Kenneth Hart was alluding to in the chat. I agree with him 100%. So let's see how that goes. Um, Serge gave me an 8 on the Kellerman uh, uh, interview. I'm giving myself a 10. I just <laughs> you love You're not a trait. What is it? You're not a hater. I you couldn't hear. That would have been dumb. I, I couldn't hear. I could not hear well. The whole they had me. They had me connecting through FaceTime. I wasn't used to all of that. Like, I'm not really an Apple person, so my whole audio FaceTime. connection was... Oh. Yeah, I had to connect through FaceTime, and then I wasn't getting the audio through my headset. I was getting it through my computer, So, but it, the volume was yeah. mad low. ESPN go using archaic methods, man. Tell them they that. <laughs> yeah, call us for a I consultation. Will you, <laughs> I will tell you, though, when I was on Michael Smith's show today, so, like, I was, they do it through Zoom, like mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. do, and then the connection went, and then they had to call me on FaceTime because the connection wasn't going through or through the internet. So I was doing it on FaceTime. Half they got to pay their Wi-Fi bill. And it is, and it is weird. <laughs> it is right. definitely weird. Call us for a consultation, ESP. Call us for a consultation. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving myself a 10 on that. Yo, CP, yo, rematch, you got to mention the KP trade. Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. got to mention I, See, I, I didn't know how long it was going to be. So I feel you. I feel you know you. what I'm saying? I feel you. You know, I'm, I'm, he... 
I didn't, I, you know, I, I thought it, I thought it was gonna be keep it cordial in the beginning, and then I was gonna, you know, go in for the. Nah, he went for the jugs. He, nah, went, he went for the jugular off yeah, the rip. Yeah, because he saw, he saw the tweets. I mean, his mentions blew up yesterday once I put it out there, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Yo, you gotta eat for this dude." So, you know, I, I was I was prepared for all fronts. I was prepared for all fronts, Ash. I was prepared for a civil debate, and then I was I was prepared to go toe to toe. And I was listening, I was listening to it, you know, in the car, I wasn't yeah. watching it, and the 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 introduction, before you even got on, he was coming at all of our legends, he came at Clyde. Ooh, see, I didn't hear that, I didn't hear what? that. What? He was coming at all of the legends, saying the Knicks never had any superstars on their team, that the Ooh. Knicks didn't have any legends on their team, he was coming at everybody. I didn't hear it, see, I didn't hear about Dolan disrespecting, but he over here disrespecting came for the at, intro? Came oh. at Clyde. Came at Spree. Yeah. Came at Mellow. Was coming at everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. it was. It was blasphemy from a former Knicks fan, and then had the audacity to say he jumped ships to Cle to Cleveland because it wasn't that far from New York, and called him the was it the oh he said the, something like the, the New York Cavs the, or something like that yeah the New York Cavs or yeah, something like that it was, here, it was it was it was ridiculous get him out of here yeah I, I didn't even I didn't hear all of that. I didn't hear all of that, but um, that's crazy. It was a good time still. Let's go down to Florida. My guy Jay's in the building. I need to hear from Jay tonight. Jay, what's going on, bro? What's up, man? Hey, Debbie Down and pull, pulling up. I gotta be Debbie Down. Before I say nothing, run it up for your boys. Hit that like button, comment, subscribe, do whatever you want to do. Knicks fan TV is for the fans, by the fans. Right. All costs. Oh boy, CT on ESPN. Big. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the long-term plan is. You know, I like to win it. You know, you learn how to win with Clinton together. I get that. This is a stunning old man. I felt like Tim was going to throw Randall in in the fourth quarter with three minutes left down 25. That's how much he cares about his rotations and, and making sure everything's all yeah, all running good. But we need to hit on this draft, like Sir said. This draft is really important for our future. We can't blow this next draft. We have to have good, decent lottery picks. We got to make those good picks. You put Cade with RJ, with IQ, with OB, Randall, that's a monster team moving forward or subs, one of the two. IQ is nice, but he is not a point guard. He's not getting anybody organized. This man is looking for a shot. He's a nut. He want to shoot. He's not even looking at OB. Obi and I got to play with a facilitator. We got to find our point guard of the future this year. Like I keep saying, we got to figure out what we're doing with these picks. These picks are important. 2021 picks are important. You got to use them, make the picks, and we got to trade them. I heard Macri talking about, Wingholz is talking about the Knicks. Somebody wants to get traded in the next year. Macri's making it sound like, I'm not going to put words in the mouth, but he's making it sound like Cat. Cat was, was the man that wanted to come to New York. That's cool. But we got to make our decision with these picks. We got to use them or lose them, literally. And I want to highlight my, my man, J.S. J.S. is talking about he want to package Obi and something else to move for Cade. I, I don't see that being possible. I don't see why anybody would trade a top five pick in this draft. This draft is stacked. So I'm no. I'm hoping now for a, a little bit more losses in the second half. <laughs> Kill me, Knicks fan. Call me what you want. Call me crazy, mm -hmm. but we got to lose these, these games coming up. We got to put ourselves in position to get two nice, solid picks, and then we ready to go next year. We're going to have the cap, and we're going to have the blue chip prospect. This is the NBA. Call me nice. Debbie Downer. No, you're right. We got to get these people in the building 
you got to have maintained winning over a long period of time. Not short spurts, but a long period of time. A la Philly. I'm gone. Hop. Yeah, peace, peace. He's right. You know, listen, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna root for the team to lose. You know what I mean? I'm never gonna root for the team to lose. I, 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 if I'm watching all 48 minutes, I want to see him come out with a win. Yeah. But as I said, future, as Jay said, looking forward, we need the talent. We need the talent, man, going forward. We need to establish the point. We still haven't established that. We haven't established that stud at the three, which is what where I really think. Um, um, we need to we need to focus on. So this draft is important. This draft is very important. So let's just yeah. see, man. Let's just see. Take it one game at a time. Keep building. See who's improving. Right. You, oh, so far this season has been a success. You know whether they make the playoffs or not. You know you're seeing Randall. You're seeing RJ. You saw Mitch pre-injury. You're seeing the emergence of IQ. Now you want to see you know what happens with Cav. How does Obi come along year two? How does Cav come along year four? Do they bring back Frank? You know some of those decisions that they got to make. And then are there other vets that they see that can continue pushing this team forward? Yeah. No, I agree. With you. And I hate and I hate. I'm with you. I'll I'll never root for the team to lose. I hate that lose to yeah. win mentality. I think it's dangerous because I just think it also kind of creates this narrative that you get rewarded for losing and for being a loser, and I don't like it. I don't like what it does to the mindset. I don't like what it does to the culture of a team. I don't like what it does to the comp- the competitiveness of a team. I don't like any of it. I understand the business aspect of it, but I'm with you. I'm, ne- I'm never going to root for the, the team to lose. It's just it's not in my DNA. I'm a, I'm a winner, damn it. I'm a winner. <laughs> That's a mood way too damn much to watch this team lose, y'all. Like, way too much. What did you wait to say that again, bro? It affects my mood way too yeah, much. Yeah, like tonight. Like, like tonight. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was going, I was looking for the, for the, for the double win, man. But facts, facts. And even, and when I'm saying, when I'm saying OB in the pick, I'm not just saying. I know it's not just gonna be OB in the pick. It might no. be more. I'm just saying, if they're gonna conclude OB for a cave, then I'm doing it. It might be another. It might be one pick. It might be uh, more, another pick in the assets. Who knows? But I'm, I'm looking at that. If yeah. that's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the super chats. Let's see. see this one at the top, I can't read. Somebody said clearly Frank is not a starting NBA caliber point guard with zero assist with Rose and Elf out potentially Thursday. Does IQ finally get to start? No, I don't think so. I think I think he'll continue. I think Tibbs will continue with that rotation. Um, yeah, we we know what we know Frank's abilities and capabilities. That's the point. He's just not there. That being said, he did like his defensive effort on on Murray to try to slow him down because you know Murray's been beasting. That kid is a beast. He Murray is what you want Frank to be. You know what I'm saying? But he's he's never gonna be that. He's uh, a three and D guy who can set people up on occasion. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and very and very slick into the basket though, JL. So that's one thing Frank doesn't have. Hmm. Yeah, you know it doesn't. Frank is a straight line to the basket, and and right. you pray that it goes in. And so, but at least from the three point line, he, he delivered tonight. And so, well, let's see how that goes. Um, Andy Back says, as far as I'm concerned, Nick still won. Great job earlier, CP. Appreciate you, bro. Paul Robinson says, Max is the ops. Let's go, Knicks. <laughs> shout, shout out to show. He says, RJ, you're doing your thing, but please stop trying to one-hand dunk over peeps. You don't have any ops. Stay within your game. Did he do that again tonight? I missed it. Did RJ, he, did RJ did try to bang on somebody again tonight? I didn't see I, it. I must have missed it, too, because I didn't see it. Because yesterday was the last, the last, yeah, the last game. The Pistons game was hilarious, bro. Now, that's how you knew it was a good day, because he tried to bang it, and it still rolled in. Yeah, it still <laughs> rolled in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't catch that one. CP the artist says OB needs Rashid and Stats mentoring. SND1129, Steve Vernon says OB will be fine. Randall being great. Stunned him. It's true. Larry Israel says, reality, this is what the Knicks look like. If Randall plays like a regular human being. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, Andrew Cosgrave, $10 Australian super chat. He says, if Tibbs isn't willing to play develop Obi, then why did we draft him? Whoever in the front office is responsible for choosing Obi instead of Halliburton needs to hit the bricks. I told you this conversation yeah, was that, never that, going to. I don't end. know. That's, that's a little extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, part, that part's extreme. That part's extreme. <laughs> yeah. That part's extreme. But yeah, listen, uh, this conversation is not going anywhere. And um, nope. here we are. Here we are. Uh, let's go to Queens. Maurice, what's going on? Hey, CP, what's going on? JL is Ashley. How y'all doing? Hey, yeah, bro. How you feeling, bro? So. Yeah, uh, I could barely hear you guys. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Knicks organization just has to be patient with our young players. Uh, I, did, I actually don't think it was a mistake to draft Obi. I think he's a special talent. Um, he just doesn't seem like he has NBA moves yet or, you know, he seems kind of lost out there. So I'm not mad at Ashley's suggestion of just getting him reps in the G League. So I think that's actually a great idea. Um and, you know, it seems like a lot of callers have um, things to say about Obi, so I'll just keep it pushing. I just want to make a quick comment on Frank. Um, even though he probably won't be on the team next year, um, I think this version of Frank is what we were basically missing. Um, he's being a point guard, you know, comes with a lot of responsibility, and I just don't think – you know, he's able to handle all that, you know. I think, um, you know, if he doesn't know what to do, whether he should go go and score or set other people up, I think if you just um, move him off ball, then he's a lot more productive as a player. Yeah, so, sure. Um, mm-hmm. That's all I really had to say. Uh, appreciate you guys. Yeah, thanks, man. And coaches know that. The thing is, is do you get the Frank up tonight or do you get him the one in Detroit who had 0.0 assists? And really didn't make his presence felt. Frank's old, Frank's biggest problem has been consistency. And, yeah, and health. And health. And durability. Yeah, I feel like it's been more health. I know, I, and I keep saying it, I feel like he's been trending in the right direction um, since last year. It's just like, he's, I think it's more health than anything. And I feel like if, if he gets minutes, um, you'll see more nights like this. You know what I mean? On a more consistent basis. Yeah, I mean, that was my point. The whole conversation that we had about Frank for so many shows was that it's hard to see what you can contribute to a team when you're never healthy enough to contribute and that's why I was just baffled by the fact that when he was healthy Tibbs just still wasn't playing him that's where the whole you know use him or lose him conversation comes from so if Frank can maintain a level of health that makes him an an asset to this team I don't see why, you know, he can't continue to be just a solid part of whatever rotation that Tibbs puts him in. I think that he has the potential. I think that he has the talent. You see it. You've seen it before. It's just, you know, that damn health situation with him. You never know how long you'll actually have him and how long he'll actually be available to contribute. Mm -hmm. And that's always been the conversation. That's always been his detriment. True indeed. Um, let me shout out some people in the chat. My guy Myron Seven Car Service. How you feeling, bro? Uh, shout out Raula 
Kai Kovina Kula checking in from Japan. She says, Konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Uh, he or she, I'm not sure um, what, what uh, Raul is, but um, salute to you. Wherever you guys are checking in from, throw your cities in the chat. Let us know where you guys are checking in from, and, uh, and we'll definitely give you guys a shout-out. All right, a couple more calls. Let's get to um, let's get to my guy Nate, Nate from Rochester. What's going on, bro? So, CP, J.L.S. Ashley, how y'all doing tonight? What's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? Uh, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> real quick on, uh, I, I know everybody's talking about Frank, yeah. like the ninth player on the team. He's like amazing to me, honestly, but I feel like tonight, <laughs> um, it's his defense to me. I'm not sure if anybody else was. I wasn't, I didn't think it was that great. And what, what he was doing that was kind of catching my eye was he was helping off his man a little too much. And, like, I think he's relying on his freakish wingspan to, like, try to cover those gaps. And it kind of caused those, like, scramble rotations, which got those spurs, those open threes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if anybody caught that. And um, real quick on the um, – on the what we should do for the future as far as, like, our lottery picks go, the draft is completely luck to me. And so when I hear, like, people saying we should try to lose as much games as possible, I- I've never been a tank guy because you can't control what happens in a draft lottery. The odds. A lot of that is just hoping you, like, get – super lucky and get the top five pick as you can see when you draft in the eight nine ten range you're, you're basically flipping a coin that's 90 percent of the time going to be on tails it's not going to be a great pick mm-hmm. so it's like control what you can here there's yeah. been plenty of teams that haven't tanked there's been golden state uh toronto um miami uh plenty of teams they've gotten to like contending positions without tanking so i feel like you know we can do uh we can do that too like i think leon rose is uh Besides the Obi thing, he's been pretty good for the most part. Um, so you know, I yeah. say uh, don't don't try to throw away the season. Like we're we're in the mix for the playoff race. Try to build for like, sure. That, that's all I really got. So that, that, that's that's definitely what they're doing. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. Um, Dylan Alex says I sent you a message about the game on PayPal. Salute to Dylan, Spurs fan. Dylan Alex, how you feeling, bro? Boo! <laughs> you know he's a Spurs fan, but he's Spurs a, fan. He's a he Giants is in fan. room that way, he's sir. A, you're in the wrong room. He's a Giants fan, Ashley. So I let him chill. You know he's what? I, he's a Giants fan, so I let him chill. He's the guy oh, that's so in slander. He just has terrible taste yeah. all the way around. Yeah, yeah, I just let him chill, man. I, I like that guy. Yeah. Dan from Long Island, what's going on? What's good? Uh, good evening, everybody. JL, what's going on? Ash, and of course, CP, the killer today. But listen, uh, just real quick, you know, CP, you hit it before the head, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys are banging on OB. You know, the reality is that Burke and Bullock have to be 3 and D guys, or at least three-point. We, we yeah. need to have – they have to open up the court by hitting jump shots. Yep. And if they don't do that, it, it throws everything out of whack. And that's that's what we need an upgrade as well as the point. And, you know, listen, and I, I, you know, I know the OB bashing is going crazy. Again, I said this before. He didn't have a summer league. He didn't play in a Power 5 conference. I know he's a little bit older. But, my goodness, can we show half the patience that some of y'all want to show for Frank and for Kevin Knox? Can we show some of that for OB? I'm, I'm shocked. I don't know what – and exactly, what are we? Where are we supposed to play him? You you want to take Julius off the court so yeah. Obi can get some minutes? So, and the other question I have for everybody questioning Obi is, who did you want? Okoro? 
I mean, who did you – Who did? I want to hear the alternative. I don't want to hear Halliburton because, again, I'm part of the All-72 crew. I listened to all the calls mm-hmm. this summer about please don't take Halliburton. So I'm not really sure – you know, it's easy to come out now and to kill him. I mean, if, if you're going to be as patient as some of the callers are with some of these other cats, I mean, my goodness, I think you got to give Obi a little bit more time. And, and don't be scared to knock on Bullock and Burks because, again, I know they're not first-rate players. I know those guys aren't part of the future. But when those guys can't space the floor, we don't look as good. So I just wanted to yeah. point that out. And then the other thing, really quick, um, listen, regarding Max Kellerman, he quits when things don't go right, right? Yeah. Like like his, his terrible rap career, right? He quit <laughs> that because he was atrocious at it. And now, you know, and he, I guess he quit the Knicks. Well, if he quits things when they're bad, I can't wait till he's going to quit first take because that show's atrocious. Atrocious. And, again, I want to give you so Yeesh. much credit, CP, for taking <laughs> him on today. Uh, I mean, I know it's all in good fun. You guys are having a good time. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, you know, the guy looked disheveled. His tie wasn't put on straight. <laughs> he looked crazy. <laughs> he was flustered, Dan. I'm he so was glad you hit him where it hurts. And, um, and like I said, I hope that, you know, you get, more, you get more time with him in the future. Anyway, listen, it was nice talking to three of you guys. And I'm still part of all 72. Let's go. Let's get to the playoffs. Things one night on the road, losing on the road to San Antonio is not worth going crazy about. All right. Yeah. Anyway, have a great night. Yeah. Guys. Take a- care. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Okay. Appreciate the call, Dan. Good. Here's the difference, mm-hmm. and the Frank Hive is gonna love me for this conversation that I'm about to have oh, right boy. now Here we because go. this is gonna they're gonna enjoy this. I'll just say that. The difference between Frank and Obi is this: Obi is 22 years old, which means in three years he'll be 25 years old. If you look at any NBA player, for the most part, I consider prime years of an NBA player between the ages, depending on when they got into the league and also which college they came from. I would say the prime years, we're really starting to see what type of player that they're going to be, and they really are set in the player that they're going to be for the majority of their career between the ages of 25 and I want to say 27, 28, maybe. 28 might be a stretch. I want to say 24, 27. Mm -hmm. The difference with Frank was – Frank was much younger. Frank right now is the same is isn't he him and Obi I believe are the same age. So waiting four years for Frank when he came to us at eighteen, nineteen years old is different than waiting three years for Obi, who one in his scouting report was supposed to be NBA ready and two in three years will be twenty five years old. So my only thing is is and oh someone just said Obi's twenty three tomorrow. Okay, 23. so then he'll be twenty six years old in three years. So that's a whole different that that's a different that's a game changer. That's different. That means that you have to go ahead and now wait longer for a player to develop. By the time he gets there, he's already in what's supposed to be the beginning, depending on where you consider prime years to start, either the beginning or in his prime years. It's a different conversation, which is why I'm saying that in order to go ahead and develop him the way that he needs to, which is where he should be, yes, I agree. No summer league, didn't come from a big conference. Mm -hmm. It's really, you know, not fair the way that his season has progressed or his rookie season is looking. I completely understand that. I wanted OB for – months I was rallying him rallying him for him for six months this is where we are though and he needs to get playing time and he's not going to get it here so it's really not the same comparison that's all I'm saying I get it but it's not the same plus Frank is Frank is is 22 as well 
Frank is 22. And but he's younger. He's a yeah, year younger. He's, he's, he's still younger. Okay. And, and you know what? Like, exactly. And Frank was always a project. That was the other thing. Frank, yeah. Frank was, Frank always, was a always a project. Frank, Frank was always a project. When he's drafted, it was always wait three or four years. That was always the thing. So it's, 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 it's a different expectation. And plus, you know, there's no – there was no uh, big point guard in front of, the, of Frank. I mean, it's a big front. It's a point. It's, it's, it's Julius Randle. Julius Randle's ahead of him, so it's the the situation is completely different. He's not mm-hmm. going to have the chance to develop here, and that doesn't mean he doesn't have talent. That yeah, it's not, it's not about the talent and what it could be. It's just it's, it's, he's blocked. He's blocked. He's blocked. Exactly. He's blocked. He's he's so boxed in. That's where the frustration blocked. lies. That's where yeah. the frustration lies. Is that he, he's 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 boxed in. So. Again, let, let's just see how it plays out. Um, shout out everybody in the chat once again. We're going to go to um, two more calls and then wrap up. Jalen Julie checking in from Montgomery, Alabama. What's going on? We got uh, Dead the Hype checking in. Bet's die, do or die. How you feeling? Jay the Humble Keys, T. Toronto. What's going on? Charm Boy 72, Abel. J.A. Rockin checking in. What's going on? Two tall Jamaicans in the chat for sure. Um, we got Ignacio <laughs> checking. In. <laughs> you know, you know the vibes, that. Uh, we got Ignacio checking in from the Philippines. All right, worldwide. Cass Leo checking in from Shaolin. So, salute to everybody once again. We'll get to the super chats on the close. Okay, let's wrap it up with the mayor Delano from North Carolina. Delano, how you feeling, bro? Yo, happy birthday, bro. It's Delano's Yo, birthday. Happy birthday. Oh man, appreciate that, man. Yeah. yeah. Shout, shout out to my son. Hey, but salute to everybody in the chat. Y'all already know the vibes. Salute to UCP, yeah. Ash, J. Ellis. Thanks for holding it down always. You know what I mean? Um, I think you're going to get rewarded with a call from ESPN to bring Knicks Fan TV to their network. So, you know, thanks for what you did earlier with Max Kellerman. Appreciate it. Um, he'll go probably back to boxing. So that's <laughs> cool. Um, tonight's game was uh, the perfect gift. To showcase what I've been saying for at least um, the start of the season, we are in need of a starting caliber small forward. And tonight's game just rang even more true in regards to the fact that um, none of those guys were able to do anything with the minutes that they were afforded. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Bullock is not the answer. We already know this. Um, Kevin Knox should have been able to take advantage of his time, and he didn't. So, you know me, I'm solution-oriented. I don't just throw out, you know, problems without having a solution. Okay, all right. And the solution is in the draft, yeah. Yeah, yeah. in the draft. But here's the name that everybody's kind of pushing off to the side, not paying no attention to. But if you look at his game, it's perfect. And he's a homebody. And his name is Julian Champagny out of Mm. St. John's. Okay. I've been saying this for at least the start of the season. I think this kid is one of those guys that he can give you so much. I mean, he is honestly like the embodiment of T-Mac, but with defense. Mm. And he doesn't have a um, body breakdown. So you're not going to have him missing games due to back spasms or nothing like that. So for me, um, this game was just more indicative of the fact that, you know, there are holes in the, um, there are holes in the roster that we need to fill up. We're devoid of a – a uh, point guard that could take over when uh, clearly when Derrick Rose is out. So, you know, we can address that whether in free agency or in the draft. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. We have enough pick to do it. And um, yeah, let's um, 
let's just take this L, you know, recover yeah. and come back strong. All right. And, uh, you know, I hope everybody has a good night. Stay safe. And, you know what I'm saying, we'll get at it again, you know what I'm saying, the next time we play. All right. Peace out, y'all. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Happy birthday. Have Everybody throw a happy birthday in the chat. Right, Delano, yeah. appreciate you, bro. Um, happy birthday to my boy tomorrow, too. Shout out to my boy, Ruel. Why birthday. is everybody yeah. adding Julius Rand? Is he in, Julius Randall is not in this chat. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I right, salute salute to the chat, man. If you want to, you can listen to the Nick of Time show on all audio platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. Also, go to youtube.com slash Nick of Time show. Listen to us talk Nick's on there as well. You can also go to the Nick of Time show.com to um, read the stuff on the blog and get some merch like KOT hats, tees, and etc. 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 Also, follow us on all social media. That is the KOT show on Twitter, the Nick of Time show on Instagram and Facebook. That is all. Back to you, CPNA. As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Nicole Moss. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to everyone who's rocking with us tonight. I know it's never fun talking Knicks basketball on a loss, but we'll bounce back. We always do. Back home in the garden on Thursday, and we will see you then. Alright, alright, great job as usual, and um, so to, oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, we got, uh, yeah. Yeah. we got the closer in the building, okay, let's get him on, let's get him on, cut the music, cut the music, I'm, control, <laughs> I'm controlling the music, so let me cut the music, hey, Boogie, what's going on? <laughs> Yo, shout out to the whole world, man. Big up, big up, big up, big up. This is a very big night, very big morning. Everything leading up, man. Get them thumbs up, man. Them like bucks, you know what I'm saying? When the show, when the show go off, still hit the comments and everything. Do what you got to do, man. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Yo, shout out to CP, man. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the Fred Williams, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to JL and, you know what I'm saying, the, the real Charlie Angel, you know what I'm saying, the young Farrell Foster, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, I, ain't nowhere in the world, you know, I'm going to let you ride away tonight, you know what I'm saying, without me putting my thumb on it, you know what I'm saying? So if this is what it is, I appreciate you getting at the Sliverer. Yeah, he got, you know, I don't want his face all shaved up. He's a Sliverer. Yeah. That's a snake. He slid yeah. his face all on the floor. That's why his face was all shaved up and everything, man. You shot three to the dome off top and it went over his head like shampoo. He yeah. <laughs> you know what talking about, you know what I'm saying? And, and I appreciate what you did, man. That was a big, that was a big, big thing that happened today for the whole city, man. The orange and blue, man. That wrecked up right there, man. That put us all completely on the map, man. Felt so good in my heart, man. You know what I'm saying? You just that you, dude bro. like that, putting him in his place. Made him go sit in the corner like the teacher used to do. You asked enough <laughs> to sit in the corner over there for about 15 minutes. You asked enough, Max, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. You, we didn't even want you to ever come back home, you know what I'm saying? And every time you was going upside his head, he just kept getting mad and frustrated. Yeah, he was, he he was doubling back. Wrinkles, you know, coming outside of the makeup, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know they wear makeup on the radio station. <laughs> I thought they only did it on the TV, man. You know what I'm saying? But you was punching them all in his grip. And one thing that I wish you would have done and wish you would have said, when he said you want to come back, you, you said, yeah, I'll come back. Only if you don't want to come to the Knicks fan TV. I should, yeah, that's what I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what That's what I would have that's just that we should have done the home and home. We could have yeah, had him yeah. on the air over here so we could really wring his neck out. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Don't worry about tonight's L, you know what I'm saying? 
because a lot of people is overlooking Popovich, you know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised if he get mixed about Coach of the Year, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We ran into them silverback gorillas, and they caught us off balance. Sure. We ain't had no point guards and everything, nothing, you know what I'm saying, in our way. And they caught us out there, but that's okay, you know what I'm saying? Sure. That's what happens when you run into a good coaching staff, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about the draft, you can go in the draft and get all the players you want, but if you don't get the type player that fit inside your offense, that player is not going to work. It's not OB's problem, you know what I'm saying, or what's going on, you know what I'm saying? It's Julius Randle coming to life, man, you know what I'm saying? And the office made the wrong pick to go pick that man without even knowing that Julius is going to be like this. But the problem is he doesn't fit Tom's system, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you look at Popovich, Popovich only – grab people that fit his system. That's why it looks so smooth with some of the garbage players out there, you know what I'm saying? So when you got the people that can fit inside your system and go hard and go play, you know what I'm saying, you're going to look good, you know what I'm saying? So going to the draft, you know what I'm saying, getting lottery picks or whatever, you got to pick somebody that go accordingly to, you know what I'm saying, to your to, to where your system is being played. Now, now, I hear some people talking about we missed out on Melo, we should have traded up. This might be the year to trade up and go get that boy yeah. Suggs from Saga because yeah. that's that dude that's going to be in that draft right there. That's that dude that can play that point guard inside Tom inside Tom Thibodeau's, you know what I'm saying, inside his office, you know what I'm saying. But, man, we got a lot to be appreciated and happy about what's going on, you know what I'm saying. We got Leon Rose up in the office, the Don King of the numbers, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we got World Wide West, you know what I'm saying, the P. Diddy of the party, you know what I'm saying. It's all white, you know what I'm saying. And then we got we – got Got my man Tom Thibodeau. He coming through like you know what I'm saying the white shadow, looking like Carver Hot, and you know Julius is looking like Coolidge out there. You know what I'm saying? So we got some things to be grateful about. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't getting rid of Julius because you got to read that whole thing about what what that man was saying about the trade and the All Star superstar coming about. They said at the end maybe we might be trading Julius at the end. We ain't trading that young boy right there, yeah, not yeah. now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not later on, not now, not mm-hmm. next week, not next year. None of that. We keeping him. We breading him. That's our right there. Talk That's that our talk. boy right there. He keep, he's staying with us. We're going to put some other pieces with him, you know what I'm saying, that's going to be able to help him get over the top. Don't bring nobody else that we got to develop. If we ain't developing in college, in the college kids that's coming in, we don't need to be developing no NBA yeah. players to come over here. So, you know what I'm saying, just making a trade, just to make a trade, nah, man, keep everything certified how we're supposed to have it, you know what I'm saying, so we can that's rock out, you know what I'm saying. But our time is just right around the corner, man. And don't be surprised if that car come come out, out of them clippers. I'm putting it out there if nobody else don't want to say it. The car is our main objective. I know what right. Rose and I'm thinking about. Because he can get, get up out of that contract from that $141 million and go get 35% of that bill next year. So he opted out <laughs> this year anyway so he can get a new contract. The thing is, our office is good enough for us to really get meetings now. You know what I'm saying? When we couldn't get meetings before. So everybody be patient and chill, man. Don't start getting all bottled up. Because we lost the game again. Now nah, we ain't doing that no more. You know what I'm saying? Keep everything certified. You know, we just had the best winning month in the history since 2017. Yeah. Eight, eight and five. You know what I'm saying? Things is looking up. Things is doing what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So be easy. You know what I'm saying? And appreciate what happened. You know what I'm saying? We all went on TV today with ESPN, man. If you missed it, you know what I'm saying? I don't know 
what you was doing wrong, because that was the breaking news of the day. You supposed to be in there. I was all the way up in the screen, you know what I'm saying? Watching, you know what I'm saying, looking all good. You had that Nickland TV fitted on Zach, and everything. Zach, so you know what I'm saying? You look beautiful out there, man. Repping, I'm proud man. of you, man. I'm proud Appreciate of all it, y'all, man. I'm proud of Nickland TV. I'm proud of the Legion. I'm proud of the Man Man Show. I'm proud of Nick and Tom. I'm proud of everybody that got a podcast. Everybody got a cell phone. Everybody got a computer, man. I'm proud of all of y'all, man. It's that orange and blue. And if you don't like this orange and blue, go to Denver and get that orange and blue and be a Denver Bronco. But this is New York right here, and this is the Knicks right here. And you need to ride with it or get out the way, man. Get out the way. We'll see y'all after the All-Star break. So you ain't calling in on bum games, and we supposed to be, we supposed to air Detroit all the way out, especially coming off this long. But I'm going to holler back. Y'all have a great morning, man. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Jay Boogie. With the and then post. the church said, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Yeah. He didn't close. He came on post credits. That's like a Marvel end scene. That is like a Marvel end scene. It's a, it's a new. It's a new thing every time, bro. <laughs> Roll the credits and then you get the sneak peek. Yeah, we did the post credits. <laughs> Let's go. I'm with it, man. I'm oh. with it. He said Kellerman should come on my show. I should. I should have told him that. You know what I mean? I should have. I just don't know if he's. I just don't know if he's ready for it, man. That's going to be. If we, be. if we took calls with Kellerman on this show, first of all, three on three on one with the calls. With yeah, that that might be too much, man. That might be too suicide. Much. I, might to play, I might have to just play moderator yeah, that day. Yeah. That day. You, might, you might have to be in your Molly bag. You know what I'm saying? You might have to be the Molly of the situation. You might have to be in your Molly bag because. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, yeah, it was all fun, man. All fun. And, and uh, once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Thanks for sticking it out with us. 119.93, man. Tough loss. What are you going to do about it? Knicks lose. We roll back against Detroit. Let's roll them. And roll into the all-star break. And remember, this show's available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the major ones on the Knicks Fan TV. You can catch that. The Kellerman interviews on there. Uh, uh, my interview with Antoine Mason Rest in peace to Mace I had Antoine Mason on that That interview's on the podcast It'll be on YouTube tomorrow So make sure you catch that man We, we celebrate the life of Anthony Mason So a lot of content coming on Knicks Fan TV We'll also have Ashley's interview with Holly and Smith Talking Knicks We'll have that on the channel this week as well So content is coming in heavy man Make sure that you guys are keeping up Make sure you guys are sharing these videos Hitting that thumbs up button for your boys And uh, more opportunities ahead man Let me just shout out the rest of the super chats That came in Yo, get Serge, get Serge to do some research on Max for you for next episode. Yeah, Serge, <laughs> Serge, the battle of the fans champions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was only because I couldn't hear. Hold the chopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he said he spent six bucks. I tell you all the time, any show I'm a guest of, the content is coming back to Dick's Fan TV come hella high water. So you never have to pay for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I didn't tell him to do so. I told I told people he was going to have to replay on the channel. So get your money back, sir. You put that, do you put that in the contract? There is no contract. Can you make sure <laughs> I need this footage. Yeah, the footage is coming back in. That's my fee. That's my fee. I don't. I don't need to pay. Give me the footage so that my peoples can see me air around and expose Max Keller. You know what I'm saying? All right, let me just uh, run down these super chats real quick before we wrap. So to everybody in the chat once again. Timkin said, CP, do you have any inside info if the Knicks are looking to make a big move before the deadline? Not trying to read these rumors every day. I hear you. I haven't heard anything. Let me hit the plug tomorrow. See what he's talking about, and I'll get back to you guys. Um, Joshua B says, would you trade Knox for Reddish? No. Reddick? 
Or Cam Reddish? I, did, I don't know. No, no, no. Cam Reddish? I, I don't think he's Cam Reddish. Does he mean Cam Reddish? No, I don't think Cam Reddish is even available. Maybe he meant JJ Reddick, and that's no. Hits overhyped Obi's 22. He was supposed to be ready to go. He's with Ashley. Paul Robinson says Obi plays with IQ and Burks, who are aggressive. He doesn't get the opportunity to score. Rose looks for Obi, which is start IQ for spacing with the first unit. Rose and Peyton will run the second unit. Obi East. Samuel says, just want to give a big shout out to CP for the channel. Shout out to Jay Ellison and Ash for the contribution. This show and Ash's hair are easing the pain of the loss. <laughs> they like the curly hair, Ash. Look, okay. Kenneth Hart. That's that's good to know for the Love Connection show, Ash. Keep, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. We're, we're in the plan. More content coming soon. More content coming soon. That's going to be a cluster. We're going to diversify the content, Ash. We're exactly. Diversify the content. Um, who, who else in here? Uh, Kenneth Hart. We're the worst third quarter team in the NBA. Tibbs has changed our culture, but he regularly makes no adjustments, even while the game is slipping away. Yeah, I mean... You know, I'm not sure where you were going in with the lineups. I didn't think, the, you know, those guys just had it. I didn't. I just don't think they had it tonight. Man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, both are true. Both are true. Yeah. Okay. They didn't have it tonight, and he still didn't make adjustments. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That is true. That is true. Got you open to CP. Looking forward to round two with Max next week. Christian Moretta, OB isn't playing enough. You wanted Kyron Vassell in the whole draft buildup, but they are riding the bench too with DMPs every game. Patience. Okay. Uh, see, the thing is, is that you know their development may come on slowly, but they might have more defined roles when they get ready to play. That's the thing. Obi may always be blocked as long as Randall is here. Yeah, that's that's the thing, right? There's no there's no point guard blocking Kyra Lewis, so to speak. They're all no, they have gaps. a lot of. No, they have. Um, they have Lonzo. They have Bledsoe. Bledsoe, and oh, when Nikhil Alexander, I thought he was a, I thought he was more of a two guard. I'm forgetting somebody. I think he's more of a combo. George, no, George Hill's on. Um, and Larry's just shows Devin Vassell was always a pick. He also says, no 10. You let Kellerman get away saying we didn't get a pl- win a playoff series. Again, I didn't even hear that. People said that as well. I didn't even hear that. I, I couldn't hear. So, um, but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have our opportunities uh, next week. So, not a, not a, not a problem. But yeah, I could, I could barely hear what he was saying. So that's, that's part of the issue. Ish H says, I'm disappointed in Mitch. He can't play with one broken hand while Nerlens is playing with both his hands broken. Michael Parker, <laughs> Michael Parker says, salute the station. CP did his thing. Max Kellerman is the feds. K Marco, I believe uh, Tibbs is better at being a defensive assistant coach versus a head coach. He isn't a guy who's flexible with what's happening on the court who wants to develop young players like ours. I mean, you got to look at IQ. He's playing. RJ's playing. Mitch is playing. The guys that matter are getting the burn, and, and they're playing well. So, you know, it's a couple couple one-offs. OB, Obi's not going to get those minutes. We talked about it. Kev is just not, you know, versatile enough, and hopefully he gets his chance because Bullock's not, uh, not effective. Angel Barrio, CP's Angel from Philly. Would you consider Terry Rozier for Peyton or Buddy Heald uh, for a few picks and Rivers or maybe sign Cousins to the bench? Uh, Terry Rozier's not going anywhere. I don't see Charlotte trading him. Yeah, he's playing too well for them. He's playing for, too well for them. For, for yeah. that trade, no. That's not happening. Yeah. That's a first for sure. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Um, Kevin Joseph says, Nerlens must be putting way too much Haitian black cast oil on his hands. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> because he can't catch the ball to save his life. Something, man. Something. 
Jesus Peace oh Music, shout out. Is Haitian Black Castor Oil? There's Jamaican Black Castor uh, yeah. Oil. I didn't know there was Haitian ones. I know the Jamaican joint. I got some at the crib. Me too. I didn't know there was a, a Haitian version of that. You got to go to Little Haiti, check it out. Go to the beauty supply, Little Haiti, see what's good. Well, my Haitians in the chat, is there something? Yeah. yeah, is that true? Or is that for jokes? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I never heard that. I didn't hear that. Peace music says shout out the whole KFTV CP shutdown Max hit that thumbs up on three boys. K Marco again appreciate the super chat. Kings Matthew says D Rosen play tonight and Bullock got to be the weak link. Not gonna lie, tanking doesn't do anything. What the, what are we doing? And we're pretty good. Heck yeah, go next. Dylan Alex says how many Dallas Cowboys fans does it take to change a light bulb? They don't. They just talk about it when it did work. Ooh, Eli 2-0 against Brady. Can you relate? This is a basketball show, and this is basketball Ooh, season. Dylan so, with the smoke. There's that. Dylan with the smoke. Blood of the Panda, this is Obi talk. It's way too early. Trading Obi is one of the worst decisions franchise can make in 20 years. Money Mark, tough loss for the squad tonight, but great win for Knicks fan TV over that phony Kellerman. He wasn't ready to go toe-to-toe with a real Knicks fan. Angel Burials. Noel needs Gorilla Glue on his hands to catch the ball. Would you consider Rozier for Peyton? Uh, Rozier's not getting traded. Um, trade for Buddy Heald. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to go that route, but we need shooting. We do need shooting. You got to look into more of the Buddy thing again, man. And, uh, uh, Pete says, I have a lot to say. I didn't take my call. Um, apologies, man. You listen, we, we try to get to everybody. Pistol Pete call back Thursday. We'll get you in first. Dave, make sure the Pistol Pete calls in, man. We'll, we'll get him in first. Um, you know, we try to get to everybody, but we gotta we gotta keep it tight. Show appreciate you guys though. We'll, we'll see you guys Thursday. The last game before the All Star break: Knicks versus Pistons, man. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.